great play from Tim Ginnivan. Number oh, one, you bring Hodges on show again. Stevie Mothlock! Oh, half of Robbie Gray. He's a superstar for the power. He goes long. Has it got the lead? Yes! Robbie Gray's kicked the big goal! All right, how's it going? I'm Bryce. I'm Brandon. I'm Blake. And we are the Port Adelaide Pair. Now, we are finally back as a trio, as it should be. Brando uh-huh. back from his crafts room. Uh, yeah, back from the dead. <laughs> you going to continue <laughs> and say something then, Bryce? I thought you were about to take the floor. No, uh, I'm, back. I'm back. I'm feeling good. Uh, a bit crook last week, you know, just... Just, just your general, your general illnesses. But yeah, no, just, just a bit crooked in these times. You know the deal. Stay away from people if you're sick. So, um, correct. Get and last week done. And we're still. But you guys did a very good job. I very, I very enjoyed your episode last week. Thank you. It is tough to get that sort of uh, tete a uh, repertoire with just two people. But I thought uh, oh, the internet geez. connection and was pretty I good. I thought we had a delightful tete <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we sure did. Well, I'll tell you what uh, was delightful. That was the win against Carlton. Would yeah, very good game. Well, I, no. I didn't think it was that bad. I get that we didn't play that good, but I, I didn't think it was as bad as what everyone's been saying. I mean, Carlton, Blake, you were going in thinking we were going to lose by 12 yeah, points. Yeah, you said two go lost. It is delightful. Yeah, that is true. I mean, the fourth <laughs> quarter was basically a waste of time, but up until then it was relatively enjoyable watching well i actually think uh we didn't it's sort of a good thing we didn't ever need to get out of that third gear i mean i certainly i never got out of third gear in my couch watching it my heart was never pounding that much and that's always a good thing for me on the weekend yes no that's good mate it was a nice time sitting there watching it on your couch it was fantastic i was about ready to strip on my my later hosen and down a few beers after it i was that excited That's good, mate. Uh, Blake, how was it watching it where you were, mate? Did you enjoy it? Um, Well, I didn't... Not to delve too much into my personal life, but I moved (laughs) house over the weekend and didn't have the Wi-Fi, so I had to chew up my data on my phone. Didn't even have a couch set up. I sat on some pillows up against (laughs) the wall and watched it on my phone. Now, did you watch the full game, knowing that fourth quarter had slipped well into a snooze fest? Did you watch the whole quarter or the whole match? I'm not going to lie. I was a quarter behind you guys. Um, All <laughs> oh, right. So I was able to kind of skip through the uh, the lull moments of the game. Yeah. Oh, you could have yeah. just read it through the 51 text messages that Brody sent to the, the group that we have. So... <laughs> Yeah, there Correct. were a lot of messages coming through on the group chat and I was assuming we were down by about 10 goals. <laughs> Wasn't the case. No. no, we are very active on our chat group. But uh, should we get into a couple of awards? Let's do it. All right, so let's go to the, the Pearlo. Who gets the one vote this week? One vote went to Toddy Marshall in what was probably his best game for the club. 19 touches five score involvements and a goal um but he was yeah he was moving up the ground and um certainly a lot more involved than he typically is and um you know that trio of dixon georgiades and marshall appears to be working so was that the first 
game with those three or I believe so I think we, well probably yeah. not the first game but, but I think this season it's been their first game just those mm. three um, and yeah I, I mean Toddy Marsh was taking slightly contested marks which is you know where he's gold uh, up up the ground and his yeah, field like kicking that. is just oh sublime yeah well that's kick. that that's yeah that's something that I think that he definitely has that he can bring to that to that role that he's playing um and I love that I, you know I, I think he had something like eight or nine marks um I don't have the stats but um that that in itself if that's true is that's that's exactly what we need out of him um you know kicking a goal here or there but linking up and being that link man through that half forward line is awesome yeah, yeah. I think and I think nine marks Nah, I think to for him to have his best game for the club and only have the one goal, it says what mm. he's doing up the ground. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, two votes. Two votes went to Ollie Wines. 32 touches, seven clearances, 14 contested possessions. And, yeah, you really noticed he was just, uh, yeah, that real wrecking ball in the middle and, um, yeah, fending off everyone, really. Oh, I just love it. He's he, he's so hard at the footy, um, and I, I think it's when you, when you look at a lot of the other midfielders and a lot of the other like games around or, uh, last weekend itself, you notice midfielders who stay on the outside of the contest. Um, but Ollie Wines, he's just a bull. Like there's there's an, that's the exact way you have to put it. He's a bull. He gets that footy out, hands it out to people like your Amons and and whatnot. And um, he's so contested. He's exactly what we need in the midfield. Yeah. We don't. He doesn't need to kick it. Just get get it and feed it off to someone, Ollie. Um, I, <laughs> so as Brandon saying, Amon doesn't go in and get his hard balls. No, not at all. I'm saying that you need players like <laughs> Amon kidding. who have that Brandon, silky that I'm silky Amon's never kick. had a hard ball get in his life. <laughs> well, he has. He goes hard. Oh, jeez, shots fired at Carl Amon. Hey, no, yeah. shot, it's not his role. It's not your role, son. <laughs> All right, on to three, the three votes. votes. Went to yep. our man, our new recruit. Hasn't got a vote yet, which has probably been a bit stiff, but he comes yeah. in with a big three here in Alir Alir. Yes, yeah. great game. Now, let me just say, on the ep- last week's episode, you said you were a bit stiff not to give him a vote. I actually put him in my votes, and you guys overruled that, so he should have had votes last week. Um, but yeah, great, great game by Lear. He's just, he has this knack of just, you think he's out of the contest and then last minute the fist just comes across and just clears the footy. Um, yeah, he's, he's really freed up Jonas and Cleary to just do what they do best and that's lock down, you know, play that composed footy down back while Lear can just run around doing what he wants, touching mm. everything. It's awesome, awesome game. Um, and it, yeah, overall a good game. Like I think there are probably a few others. Uh, I know Brandon wanted Carl Amon in there. Probably mm-hmm. Travi Boke could have pinched a vote as well. Well, um, Amon Amon wasn't far off your prediction there, Blake. No, you said thir- he was not. thirty touches. He had twenty eight. You know that's that's a yeah. very good game. Um, and with Dersma out as well, I think it just highlights how important his role is, um, Amon, because he's. He's a midfielder slash wingman, um, and his 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 kicking is unbelievable. Yeah, he's having a ripping season. He's probably only had a one quiet game, um, mm. and even that was a pretty good game. So, 
He'd be he'd be right up there in our best and fairest, I'd say, Carl yep. Amon and um, another honourable mention for me is Travi Boak. Um, you know, they 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 mention in the commentary every three minutes by the last game, but he got he got the tag and he still managed to have twenty nine touches. Um, just just a great game by him, and you know, stiff not not to get a vote, but it was a good game by a few of the lads. So um, twenty nine touches, he gets my honourable mention. Bryce, did you have an honourable? Uh, probably an honourable mention, not so much in terms of getting... I, I never would have thought he'd get votes, but I liked the way he sort of bounced back was DBJ. I thought he had a, a, a probably his best game for the season. Um, obviously, he was racking up the touches, but I thought he was probably a little bit better with his efficiency with it. I, I don't know if, Blake, you've got the stats on his efficiency, but I can imagine it was re- it was relatively high. Um, but I was just happy with his game, and I knew I put a question mark on him and Hartlett. Obviously, I'm not sold on Hartlett still. He can't even chase down open goals, but... Uh, <laughs> stiff. <laughs> stiff. No, very stiff for old Hammer Hartlett. And I think, uh, yeah, I was just really happy with the way TVJ's bounced back. Yeah, Look, it was I, revealed I, today that he has the worst kicking efficiency in the league uh, based on champion data stats. Yeah, uh, and it's noticeable. But he did, yeah, it, it has been noticeable, but he did go at 75% disposal efficiency on yeah. the weekend so maybe he's bounced back yeah yeah i mean it's hard to say it's funny when someone gets injured and it, it, it's not funny we feel for hammer with his corky but <laughs> it was one of the more humorous things that i've seen <laughs> when that ball took that bounce and he threw his head back and had to sprint the other way <laughs> it did look quite funny it did seem a bit strange to like why did we even have him on the field like i get that you want to have an extra man so you can get that extra runner but Rosie played the game out the week before as well, and he was kind of similar. He could barely... He kind of was just like hammer. But it seemed to be when the ball went over the back for Rosie, <laughs> Rosie sprinted a little bit faster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's get on to the uh, goal of the week. Making a buttery... Butters loves it! Butters! Here's Butters. Crispy crush. Goal of the week. Goal of the week goes to, for the second week in a row, Robbie Gray. Kicked a nice little snap as well, but the goal of the week was the runner uh, about 45 metres out, kind of curled it, curled it back in, and nice little goal from Robbie. And he his first half was pretty electrifying. Um, I think his past few weeks have been pretty solid from Robbie, and, um, yeah, he's looking good. I think he's probably feeling um, probably a little bit of weight off his shoulders as well. I think he's probably realising that, he can just go out there and just really kick a couple of goals, you know, get somewhere between 10 and 15 touches, and he's done a really good job. So I think he's probably going to relish in that as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm loving the way he's going about his footy, uh, to be honest with you. He's just so classy. It's 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 so He's just that class above a lot of other footballers in the league. Uh, so great goal there, Robert. Uh, let's go to Mark of the Week. Ringer, ringer. Rosie has taken another mark, Rosie. And Connor Rosie. The mark, mark of the week. Mark of the week went to big Charlie Dixon for oh, his one arm, one arm snatch. That's ridiculous. That, I mean, <laughs> that he did it last year against Sydney in the wet, and then he's done it just, oh, he just gets managed to pluck it, pluck yeah. it out of the sky. does kind of make it a bit more frustrating when you see him drop. 
basic two-handers where you can <laughs> grab it one-handed out of the air and fend off someone at the same time. But, but he did. He had probably his best game for the season, you could argue. So Yeah, I thought was... he... Like you said, I, I think with that three-pronged, you know, tall... Um, forward line that we've got it, it's one I think one of them's probably going to fire each week and then the next week it might be someone else and the next week it might be someone else I think that's a great a great uh not issue but a great thing to have in your team so um I'm loving that yeah it's and I know uh Blake and I obviously will probably mainly Blake mentioned the question mark he wanted to put over Charlie Dixon and I think there's still there's got to be a question mark there because if a two goal you know, seven mark mm. game is him having his best game for the season. There's still, you know, there's still a concern there for me. But I get what you're saying, Brandon. That we do have, now. We've got three tolls. Perhaps he, perhaps he just doesn't need to do as much as what he did last year. We're going to stretch any defense with those three tall forwards. So um, it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you know, we, we're happy with that game. It's another W in the books. Correct. There's only one thing to do with it now, though, and that's yeah. to push it to the side. Push it to the old side. And who have we got this week? St Kilda, Adelaide Oval, mm. six ten, I believe, on Sunday night. Not the yeah. ideal time slot. But it's it's Anzac Day. That's true. I don't. Uh, in Sydney, we don't get the public holiday on the Monday like everybody else for some <laughs> very silly reason, but. So you guys enjoy that. You have a nice Sunday night with no worries about the following well, morning no, it, at work. I think it's going to be a great game. Yeah, and I think we've, we're have we probably coming in against St Kilda at the right time as well. They're, they're pretty down in the dumps at the moment. I think we could probably just keep piling on. I think their season is looking rather grim at the moment. And or I feel like, is that a negative? Or no, is that I like feel a... Like, I feel like with the team we've got now, that we, we would just... Like, take care of them, no worries. I don't think it's... I mean, it's going to suck for the game because I think we will just roll them. But, you know, hopefully it's a massive smashing and it's just fun watching a 1,000 goals go in. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I think, you know, when a team gets done by, you know, whatever it was, 86 points or something like that the week before, I think any team would try to bounce back from that if they've got credentials like St Kilda seem to have you know a lot of people talking about St Kilda making finals um you know they've been good over the last couple of years I completely agree I just think who who really do Saints have other than Jack Steele that's like gonna gonna damage a game and he's just a pressure machine but I don't know I just I don't see the people in their team that are actually that damaging well Dan Butler is um you know, he had a ripping year last year. I haven't really been tracking him this year, but he is certainly one to watch out that I'm not sure we've got a great matchup for. Maybe DBJ goes to him, but he could be someone to watch out for. It's going to be uh, it's hopefully uh, a great game. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, predictions? You lads got any predictions? I, uh, I, well, Bryce I has think kind it, of already given his. Well, correct. I think winning-wise, I think it's going to be at least... An, Eight goal win, and I, I can't see it being. I can't see it being any less than that. And I would say now that we've Charlie might have found some form, let's give him a bag uh-huh. of five. Oh, so you've just said he hasn't kicked a bag, so this could be the weekend, Blakey. What do you what do you see happening? Uh, a slightly more conservative approach as per <laughs> usual. I think around the five goal mark uh, is probably where it's going to end up. 
Um, I'm hoping to see something from Ryan Burton this week. I think his form's been pretty solid. It certainly hasn't been bad by any stretch, but I would like to see him have a um, you know potential Pirlo vote attracting game get up to maybe the 25 touch mark because he's a silky silky uh disposal uh (laughs) man (laughs) (laughs) one thing i've been rather impressed about with uh ryan burton is his tackling um he seems to lay a pretty hard tackle um which is great um but yeah i'm i'm looking forward to a good game i think we'll uh i think it's gonna be relatively uh, easy game to win, so I think we can talk about that more next week. Enjoy mm-hmm. the victory next week. I oh, think what about changes? T- Do you guys making any changes? I I'd go. Team? I'd probably go unchanged, other than because apparently Dan Houston's still probably going to be ready to go, and same with Hammer. But I, I'd probably go unchanged. Yeah, I'd go unchanged as well. Um... Very good. Uh, well. Last week, I listened to the quiz, and let me just say... Oh, here we go. Yeah. I got them all. Uh, yeah, it's easy go. to say. And Bryce said, he sent me a text after recording, he's like, you wouldn't have got them all. And I was like, are you kidding me? You changed the I, theme again. That wasn't to do with teams the next week, was it? He um, already... Yeah. Move oh, on, boy. move Moving on. Up. He's too hung up on the past. He makes it, he makes it hard to research. <laughs> yeah. I never know which way he's going to go. <laughs> okay, I reckon let's get into this quiz. I'm excited yep. and uh, I'm on a three-week win streak. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's do it. Hey, Blake. It's Blake's quiz, Blake's quiz. Let's all listen to Blake's quiz. What's this guy's deal? All right, this week's theme on the back of Mitch Giorgiardi's getting the Rising Star nomination. This week's theme is Rising Stars. Oh, I like it. Okay. Interesting. Bryce is getting a bit nervous. I am nervous, (laughs) yeah. No, this is not my forte. All right, we'll start with the easy. Question one. Who are Port's two winners of the Rising Star? Daniel Pierce. That's Uh, one. Michael Wilson. Dang, half a point each. Yeah. Question two. Was Todd Marshall ever nominated for the Rising Star? Yes. No. <laughs> That's a 50% chance. Brycey gets it. Thank you. <laughs> I knew it as well. I was just waiting for you to make the wrong decision. He's Righto. a late bloomer, Toddy. <laughs> yeah. Question three. In 2007, Gray, Boke and Westhoff were all nominated. However... When the judges voted on the award at the end of the year, only one of these players received votes from the judges when they do their 5 4 3 2 1. Who was it? Westoff. Brycey uh, again. Thank you. I was going to say Gray just to be different, so well done. Uh, just to be <laughs> different. Interesting. Question four Who was our opponent when Georgiades was nominated last Gold Coast. year? Incorrect. Are you oh, Far out, I don't know. Uh, let's go Essendon. Melbourne Demons. So he wasn't no nominated points. in that first round. Didn't he kick like nope. four goals in that game? Nope. Yeah, all right. Go. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope that's correct. I'm going to have to fact check. Oh, that. baby. 
<laughs> By the way, it's an unassailable lead. Just going to throw it, it out is. there. It is. All right, this final question. It's unrelated to Port, but I thought it was interesting because I couldn't remember the answer. Who <laughs> this won is the good. Rising Star last year? Oh. Um, uh, well, it wasn't Rao, was it? Because he only no, played like three games. Rao. Ben um, King. Incorrect. Oh, boy. I... Max King. <laughs> Let's just list off all the players. <laughs> um, oh, I don't even know, mate. I, oh, was it Bailey Williams? All right. Clue Fremantle. <laughs> I don't know. Chera? How long's Chera been around Chera? for? No, nope, Ch- not Chera. <laughs> Swatowski. <laughs> Swickowski. That's wrong. Uh, oh, yeah, fair enough. Here's so we, for them. We clearly place a lot of value in the Rising Star Award. So. Correct. All right, see you again. Four weeks in a row, yeah, Brandon. You very have to good. Some better I mean, research. personally, I don't think last week counts as a win. Otherwise, no, I, would have like, I would have had five or six weeks in a row because. <laughs> well, yeah, you did. You had four weeks in a row. So it's yeah. now actually, it's, it's even. Brandon there we four, go. Bryce four. There we go. I'm fine with that. Let's go with it. (laughs) Very good. Um, I have one more thing that I want you guys to participate in. Last week at the end of the game, we saw Tommy Jonas having a bit of a yarn. What do you think he was saying to the players? I I want you to (laughs) give me your own rendition of what he said to the players. What was he doing? He After was the just game, in the huddle and the yeah, you know, the boys and were Bryce said the boys were having a bit of a laugh. What did he say? Well, I said he was doing his best Jim Carrey stand-up impersonation. <laughs> okay, which would have been what? You see, it's the it's the pudding the splatters the best. He was just telling the boys we're going to be back on this ground in. Late September, holding the, uh, holding a little bit of metal up in the air. All right. So, what oh, would baby. he have said? Oh, boys, we're going to be holding some metal up late <laughs> in September on this ground. Uh, now that's good. interesting, Brando. Good, good segment. <laughs> yeah, good segment. <laughs> I don't think one listener will appreciate that, but we move on. Okay, I'm just wrapping this up. It's a hooroo from me, and that's Bryce signing off. Signing hooroo off. from me. It's a hooroo from me. No, 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 no. One and a half. Pierce. Love, Love you. Have a good week.